Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste. And on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of November 12th, 2023. In November, there is a special promotion for podcast listeners. Use coupon code PODCAST15 for 15% off any astrology consultation or Moon Mastery Workshop before November 30th. So you can go to the link in the show notes or my website, astrologybyceleste.com. The Scorpio New Moon Workshop is today, so if you don't hear this in time to join, you can still join today. You can get the recording and then view it at your leisure. But the benefit of joining live is that I do as many hot take natal chart readings as I can during the workshops. First, an astrology and action update. Pallas Athene, the asteroid of strategy, was conjunct the south node. And remember, the south node sends things down the drain, or it speaks to things we do where we regret having done them. And in the sign of Libra, a sign that rules justice, peace, relationships, at 24 degrees of Libra. So conjunct the fixed star Spica. I'd like to call it Spica, but Spica is the right way to pronounce it, which is a star of uh, rewards. And I've talked about like the, and honors. People who have Spica in their natal chart conjunct a planet or a point within a degree or so often are very successful at something. It can also indicate wealth. Yeah. Or Yeah, or it could be you're associated with someone, like if it's on your descendant or your descendant ruler, it could be you marry someone who's very, very successful, and it can be success in kind of any, any arena. Anyway, I said to look for epic failures. The conjunction was exact on November 7th, and on November 6th, there were three things that highlighted this 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 conjunction. Now there are other things going on in the background that also speak to the timing of things, but I want to just point to to this. So Pallas Athene, the asteroid of strategy. She's um Athena was Zeus's daughter who sprouted from his head. So she's uh an owl is an animal often associated with Athena. She's known for being wise. People have Pallas Athene strong are are very good at pattern recognition. There was someone who wrote an article saying that it's the the astrologer's asteroid. Astrology is all about being able to recognize these patterns and and correlate them, recognizing the planetary patterns and correlating them with activities here on Earth. Personally, I have Pallas Athene conjunct my North Node. So being an astrologer is part of my destiny. Yes, it is. So the three stories, WeWork filed for bankruptcy. And WeWork is a company that 
they rented out office spaces to people who wanted to maybe just work for a day or a month in an office. It was great for like remote workers who needed to get out of the house. Now, there's a lot of stuff related to this company. There was a, a, a mini series about them. So at some point, they were a darling. So that's the speaker that speaks to the speaker. So their strategy for doing business didn't work. It was an epic failure. Now they're fi- filed bankruptcy and it's causing a huge problem for a lot of uh, companies that rented out real estate to them. So this story is still unfolding. The second was that Donald Trump testified in his trial about what is going to happen due to his inflation of his assets. And it's a the judge is making the decision because his lawyer did not ask for a jury for whatever reason. And Trump has been extremely combated with the judge. I mean, it was just, in my opinion, an epic failure, something he will regret his behavior um, during this time. He implicated himself for, for things he had done and admitted he knew some of the inflation was going on. But you know, fighting and arguing with the judge is not a good strategy for someone who's determining your fate. That was on the 6th as well. And Bibi Netanyahu, the leader in Israel, announced that the country will maintain security in Gaza after the war, but not totally reoccupied. It's still very fuzzy. Mercury was trying Neptune. So what he was saying, there's not a lot of clarity around what it actually means But underneath it, what he said, uh, something about what he said, I'm I'm paraphrasing, that they made a mistake by removing themselves from Gaza in 2025, 2025, in 2005, and the October 7th attacks were a result of that. So essentially, he was saying that the strategy made in 2005, which was the Saro series in the same family as the eclipse that we just had in in Libra was a mistake. The strategy Palisathene conjunct the south node was a mistake and that they will be re- doing some partial reoccupation around security. Now, does that sound like a great strategy? Not really to me. We'll see what happens with that. So think back, and if you noticed anything that is related to this, send me an email at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com. I love getting astrology and action stories. You can also DM me on Instagram, my main platform. The theme of this week is bubbles bursting bigly. And there are three big things I want you to think about as we navigate this week. The first is that there will be a Scorpio new moon on Monday at 20 degrees of Scorpio. Scorpio is an intense fixed water sign. It rules things like big wealth, debts, banking, resources. Also, our shadows, the things we would rather disown about ourselves, this offers a great opportunity to do some shadow work. We can think about death and rebirth and leaving behind things that are no longer serving us with a new moon in Scorpio. Yeah, they're really important to focus on mental health. I feel like a lot of people have been really struggling. Hopefully it gets better now that 
Mercury's in Sagittarius, but that Mercury and Mars co-present in Scorpio was really, really intense for a lot of people. The Sabian symbol is obeying his conscience, a soldier resists orders. So we'll see if people are stepping down or stepping away from things about the horrors going on in, in Israel. Yeah, that could be something coming up or yeah, just notice any stories related to that. The Sabian symbols often come to, to life. Last week's was about the sea captain and there were so many stories in the news Um about boats and things like that. One of them, the biggest one, the United States sent a submarine, a nuclear submarine over to the Middle East and had it above above the ocean so people could see, see it um, as a message for other countries there not to get involved in the Israel conflict. And there were several others. There was something about a, a boat that a ship I think it was Panama uh, with a bunch of bird treasure on it that people are fighting over and a captain who who had a boat in 2019. There was a boat fire and 19 people died. Was um, I think he was convicted of, and held liable for that. There were just several, several stories. Sorry, I don't have the bandwidth to look them all up. But yeah, you can just go back and, and, and think about it or look back in the news about all the stories about boats and ships and captains from last week. Yeah, so this week we're looking for things about soldiers or conscientious objectors and things like that. People saying no to things based on their belief systems. The tarot card for 20 Scorpio is the Seven of Cups. So this can be a lot of opportunities. Like seven, you can think about that. It looks like tarot card looks like somebody's looking at seven, seven cups and they're all decorated a little differently. It can be about illusions, wishful thinking, deception, things like that. Uh, fraud. Yeah. Um, are many choices that one can make, uh, lots of opportunities or being um, indecisive. Can be, these are all things associated with that card. Venus in Scorpio is the astrology correspondence to the tarot card. And yeah, you can think about Venus in Scorpio, financial fraud. That is something that can be you can think about with that. Also, really like intensely passionate relationships. Scorpio is a very passionate sign. Now, this new moon is conjunct Mars and Scorpio. So Mars, the planet of action and drive and assertion, conflict, war. So yeah, there's a, it'll be interesting. There could be a lot of violence this week because the sun is also opposite Uranus. So keep yourself safe. If your spidey senses tell you to get out of a place, get out of there. Um, don't be careful about escalating arguments because people can like go ballistic and do things unexpectedly with this energy. But on the high road, being strategic. Mars is at home in Scorpio, like having a strategy and then executing it that fixed energy can really hold your like 
keep you going with determination and energy and drive in order to achieve what you want. And with the opposition to Uranus, brilliant ideas and innovative strategies coming in. So yeah, this can be very, very positive. Now, hopefully the sun in mundane astrology rules the leaders opposite Uranus. Could Biden realize it's time to sit sit down and not run? There, I mean, there have been polls. I mean, he's doing terribly in the polls. And with the support of the war, a big part, like some parts of the Democratic Party, especially the farther to the left, are very angry with him. So maybe, and, and people like everybody, nobody's excited about him running for president but him. So we'll see if I doubt it, but we'll see. The lunar eclipse squared his moon, and the moon can speak to our popularity. He has a moon in Taurus. It didn't square his moon. It was conjunct his moon, excuse me. Yeah, it was conjunct his moon. And the moon rules popularity. And he is losing, I mean, he already has low opinion, low opinion ratings, despite that doing some of the things he's done have been great, like build back better and infrastructure bill. But anyway, people in the United States are not enthusiastic at all about him running and his, his popularity is really declining. So you may notice there also will be a spotlight on erratic behavior or people refusing to compromise. Yeah, rebellions, there could be, you know, violence breaking out anywhere. Like uh, we'll see maybe some new rebellion or new people trying to overtake a government. Can also bring breakthroughs, awakenings, conflict with authority figures between like you may see people at your job like really like getting in the boss's face or things like that. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that Mercury in Sagittarius is in a sextile with Venus in Libra on the 15th. And Mercury and Venus can work really well together. And Venus is at home in Libra where she can do her thing well, which is compromise, negotiate, bring balance, harmony, fair win-win solutions. Mercury, the communication, the contracts, the commerce. It's now it's in its sign of detriment in Sagittarius. Um, but I like this energy, like, like Mercury and Sagittarius thinking about the big picture rather than the nitty gritty facts. Like what is your big goal in mind? Sextile Venus. Yeah. That will bring benefits, blessings, good things, harmony. How can you have agreement and compromise? Friendly negotiations, this sextile. Sextiles are always opportunities. And in fire and air sign, a fire and air, Sag fire, Libra air, you can get opportunities coming from outside of yourself. So really pay attention um, because they're also, what they're going to do is make a yod to Jupiter. Um, This is really going to be interesting to watch. And Venus is in Libra at the time of the Yod, and its conjunct the fixed star diadem is at the base. So I'm interested to see if there could be something. Diadem is a crown star. When Mercury was on diadem stationed to go retrograde, that's when Queen Elizabeth died. If there's news, anything news about that or about um, royalty, 
um, or giving back jewels that were ill-gotten gains from other countries with the South Node on Spica. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the Yod to Jupiter. Jupiter in Taurus at eight degrees of Taurus is at the tip of the Yod. Jupiter, royalty, religious figures, um, arrogant people, um, professors in the sign of Taurus, a sign of resources. Yeah, with Mercury and um, Venus at the base. I looking at this, I'm thinking this is all uh, part of it. The story is about Donald Trump. Jupiter right now is transiting his ninth house of legal affairs is one of the things. And he has been already found liable for inflating the assets of his real estate. So that Jupiter inflates things in Taurus, land, real estate, all of that kind of stuff. For the purpose of obtaining favorable loans, Venus is Venus rules resources and insurance deals. Mercury um, rules things like Mercury is an insurance topic. You're, you know, like your insurance contract is Mercury. He's already been found liable for fraud, but this is about the trial going on about his is about his punishment. Now, at the time that this yacht is forming on Wednesday, the moon is on his south node in his fourth house, and the fourth house can speak about land, homes, assets. The south node sends things down the drain. Venus at this time at eight degrees of Libra is squaring his his Mercury in Cancer in his 11th house. And his second house cusps is Virgo. So Mercury rules his second house of, of assets. So I am going to predict that he is not going to like the verdict. I think it's going to be is the Letitia James is asking for 250 million. We'll see what it is, but I don't think it's going to be good. So the yacht pointing at his inflation of assets is going to potentially send some of his resources down the drain. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that Mars will go Kazemi on Friday at 25 degrees of Scorpio. And a Kazemi is when a planet meets the sun. Now, most people are familiar with the lunar cycle. Every month, the moon and the sun meet, whisper secrets to each other, and start a new cycle. They pull apart until the opposition, which is the full moon, all is revealed and illuminated, and then they come back together. So waxing and waning. Waxing its growth as as the moon pulls away from the sun. And then the full moon is the culmination. And then as the moon goes back, it's the waning phase. And the balsamic moon, the last couple of days before the new moon, there's there's like dying imagery, releasing death imagery. So the, every planet has a cycle like that, the synodic cycle where they meet the sun, pull away and come back. So Mars is in essentially like its balsamic phase. Right now we have a very old Mars. It's like this soldier limping back home from battle. Um, it's, it's, it's think about the, I think it's the nine of wands card of the tarot deck. Yeah, he's limping back home from battle. 
and he meets the son, the king, and gets an opportunity to ask for, ask for favor, ask for what he wants. Kazemi is a very fortunate thing when you have planets Kazemi. It could mean that you're something that you have an ex a special talent at it. Like Oprah has Venus Kazemi, and she is came from poverty, abject poverty, to become a billionaire. You can think about that as an example of Kazemi. So Mars Kazemi is a really fortunate thing where you can think about your strategy, because what happens when a planet goes to the heart of the sun, it burns off all the old stories, and you're born anew. So think about think about renewing strategies is a beautiful thing to do with this Mars Kazemi. Now it's uh, Mars is strong in Scorpio, but this is the the this is the sniper energy where someone could like decide to take vengeance. This is like Liam Neeson in that that movie where Taken, where they take his daughter. Um, Oh, this is like a Gus Fring where he tells Walter White, I will kill your son. I will kill your wife. I will kill your infant daughter in Breaking Bad. This is that kind of energy. Okay, so it can be like really aggressive. So just keep that in mind, especially as Mars is dying. Like there can be a lot of, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of handgun violence and all sorts of things, you know. So just keep yourself safe. Be mindful about your impulses to take action. Now, beautifully, this can be about people being bold and courageous. Notice if we see feats of strength as we move towards this Kazemi. Now, on the shadows, this is like big D energy, uh, machismo. On the shadow side, it can be very hot-headed. Yeah, mm, this could be very sexy. I mean, incredibly sexy, mind-blowingly sexy. Yeah, yeah, think about that. Now, the Sabian symbol for 25 Scorpio is American Indians making camp in a new territory. Now, Elsie Wheeler in the 1920s, this was before PC language came into, so it's not politically correct to call people American Indians, but anyway, that's what she channeled and Mark Edmund Jones wrote down. And there could be some story about migration or people breaking through borders. I wonder if that'll be something like that. Um, or someone comes across the border of a country and does some kind of attack. We'll see if we see something like that. This is on Trump's IC. The IC is the cusp of the fourth house. It rules um, our, our home. And Mars severs. Mars can separate. And I think, and it's, it's opposite his midheaven. I think the judge will separate him from some of his real estate holdings, like because of the judgment. We shall see. This is a prediction. We'll see if this one is right. But for our own lives, there's an opportunity for rebirth of how we take action. On Sunday, the word of the day is a wall. And this stands for absent without leave. It's a military term. It's like going missing without telling anyone. So we start the day with the balsamic moon in Scorpio. There may be people deciding to quit or just not showing up for work. It's the last gasp of eclipse season. So unfortunately, some people may even be, you know, die. And on Monday, you know, they're not there at work because unfortunately they, they passed away. Yeah. 
So yeah, eclipses can take people out. The moon in Scorpio, Scorpio, the sign of death and rebirth. But people may be making the strategy or making the decision on this day that they have just had it with their their, their job or relationship or friendship or something. On Monday, the word of the day is heated. We have a Scorpio new moon at 20 degrees of Scorpio at 1.27 a.m. Pacific time. Mars is a hot planet and it heats things up. And this new moon is conjunct Mars. And on this day, the sun in Scorpio will also be opposite Uranus at 21 degrees of each respective sign. So really notice if you see conflict, if the great ideas, Israel's sun is at 23 Taurus. So they may be getting increasing pressure in order to give some relief to the people of Gaza who have been under an unrelenting attack for a month. So I, I mean, I can't even imagine the trauma and stress going on there. Venus is sesquisquare Uranus. Venus rules relationships. So there may be some conflict among partners, but it could be needed conflict. Like things may be, uh, Scorpio brings things up to from the shadows that must be dealt with. So yeah, fight fair is what I would say with that. The moon will enter the sign of Sagittarius at 6.22 p.m. Pacific time. Sagittarius is um, a fire sign and it is mutable fire. So this could be, you can get some great ideas. So you can wait for the moon to go into Sagittarius. I like that Sagittarius moon Mm. in order to do your, set your intentions. But this is such a great new moon to set intentions, to break past barriers. Saturn's direct now. So I really want you to take the time to set intentions. If you don't come to my workshop, you can just do it on your own. And the moon in Sagittarius can bring an inner fire of optimism and seeing the big picture and looking forward to the future with a positive view. On Tuesday, the word of the day is insurance. Venus in Libra will square Vesta, the asteroid in Cancer, both at seven degrees. Vesta is associated with insurance firms. I don't know if there'll be news about some insurance firm, firm is taking away policies from a certain area due to climate issues or something like that. It could be housing market news, or maybe the actors strike. They're still on strike. Uh, Maybe they'll come to some agreement. Hopefully Venus and Libra is symbolic of them coming to some agreement. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But squares are activating. They're tense. Yeah, we'll see what news comes up with this. On Wednesday, the word of the day is destiny. So this is a really interesting day. This may be the day that Donald Trump finds out his fate. Um, Mercury and Sag is sextile Venus and Libra. They're both at seven degrees. Mercury is then Mercury moves to King Kong's Jupiter and Taurus. And then the moon enters Capricorn at 1121 p.m., and then Venus, King Kong says Jupiter. So the moon is in Sag and, and Donald Trump has his moon and his south node in Sag on this day. Um, yeah, and his fourth house of literally um, home and, and real estate. Yeah, we'll see if this is the day he gets his judgment. 
Yeah, and this is the day of the yod that be- between with Jupiter at the apex is the tightest. Really notice stories you see of the nature. Watch people negotiating, coming to win-win solutions about uh, Jupiterian topics. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see w- what goes on. If there's legal stories, um, if there's religious stories, mm, yeah. On Thursday, the word of the day is consequence. Mars is King Kong's the North Node in Aries, and they're both at 24 degrees. Mars in Scorpio, the North Node in Aries. So Eris, the Eris, the, the dwarf planet, her mythology is that she was a goddess of chaos. And she's conjunct the North Node at 24 degrees of, Air, of Aries. So, mm, yeah, actions could have serious consequences. So I would advise not to be impulsive. King Kong says, move us into new situations where we have reliefs and let go of some things. So some people will be releasing and let go of, letting go of their personal freedom because they're committing a crime and the North Node in Aries and they get caught. Yeah. The waxing crescent moon starts at 3 4.58 p.m. at 9 Capricorn, which is conjunct the fixed star, Faces. This is one of the most, vi- this star has a lot of violent imagery associated with it. So hopefully there's not going to be, well, yeah, th- there could be something um, violent. Yeah, the sun in Scorpio then comes to King Kunk's the North Node at 24 degrees of Aries. The sun and Mars are moving closely together this whole week. Yeah, so actions could have consequences that come in fast and furious. Yeah, sun conjunct Mars, fast and furious. On Friday, the word of the day is firestorm. Now, on this day, Mars and Scorpio is trying Neptune retrograde in Pisces. They're both at 24 degrees. Mars and Neptune can be fighting for a cause. It can be the um, the freedom fighter. Yeah, and it's a trine. It's a smooth, easy-flowing trine. This could also be big storms. Like the story, the biggest story of this week could be storms with the sun and Mars and moving together in the water sign of Scorpio coming to trine Neptune. Yeah, because after Mars, then the sun trines Neptune and then Mars goes Kazemi at 25 degrees of Scorpio at 9.41 p.m. You can take a moment. Like this could be a great, like if your sex life, like if you're married and your sex life is dead and boring or whatever, like you could that could be your Kazemi. You decide to bring the passion back, bring sexy back. Yeah. Um, you could create a firestorm in the bedroom. Hopefully there won't be a literal firestorm or, or, or forest fire starting with this energy or yeah, there could just be a big storm. On Saturday, the word of the day is triumphant. The moon in Aquarius enters Aquarius at 3.27 a.m. Pacific time. Aquarius is fixed air where we can take a step back and view things from a higher perspective. Yeah, if you brought sexy back last night, you may feel triumphant on Saturday. Yes, you may. 
Now, Mercury and Sag is semi-square Pluto and Capricorn. I can just see Donald Trump, even though he's like got this horrible judgment against him, coming out at one of his rallies or giving some big speech about how triumphant he is, regardless of the judgment. We'll see what happens. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 